At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes, I tease. If you like Major League Baseball, this is the hour for you. We got previews coming up. We got MLB insiders like our own Craig Mish coming up in the next segment. But also, let's let's set the table here, Joe Ranieri, for hour number two and what we can anticipate. It's a big day in Major League Baseball. Yes, Otani's going to be playing for the Angels because he doesn't look like he's moving away anymore. But there are going to be some movers and shakers. Now, we've listed a lot of teams that are in it already, making trades and selling. But there are some teams out here holding stand, or excuse, I should say standing still right now, technically, up into the deadline. Let's get right into it here with some quick thoughts. The New York Yankees, at the beginning of the season, bringing back Judge to a mega contract here, there were high expectations. You have Garrett Cole as your number one starter. You get Carlos Rodon as your number two, coming over free agency. And away you go into the season, and we expected playoff baseball. We still might get that. But if you look at the standings here in the American League East, the New York Yankees, Joe Ranieri, dead last year now they're not under 500 and buried like let's just say the new york mets they're 55 and 51 let me just ask you this question here if you're the yankees are we making big moves today or are we standing pack on like i don't know if there's anything that can help us and quite frankly we got to climb over four teams in our own division just to try to win this what's up with the yankees here at the deadline well, the, re- the report is that the Yankees are open to moving on from, you know, some of their rentals, guys that uh, in all likelihood they're not bringing back anyway, guys like Harrison Bader. Uh, Wandy Peralta is a uh, guy that uh, the Yankees are dangling, which appears to certainly uh, garner some interest given how good he has been against left-handers. So there's a lot of teams that would love to add him to that bullpen. Uh, Severino has been mentioned, although, you know, it's some teams do need a batting practice pitcher, uh, and he'd be perfect for that. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, kind of Falifa there is uh, also being mentioned. So anybody that is not locked down right now in uh, for the at least the foreseeable future for the Yankees, you got to believe they're already leaking it and saying, hey, we're open for business uh, because in all likelihood, I mean, Harrison Bader will probably fetch a little something, although he's going to have to get paid. He came over in the trade with the Cardinals a couple of years ago. He's always been hurt. But I think Peralta is probably the guy 
that's going to garner the most interest. And if so, if the Yang is going to move on and get something in return, it's probably going to come from that group of players. Would love to see the Yankees get another frontline pitcher. That could be a changing aspect here over the second half. Mm. Their bats just need to wake up. They got a lot of talent in that lineup, just underperforming and were injured. We'll see what happens here. Let's keep it moving in the central. And again, this is why I say the Twins front office is laughing. You have a team behind them, one game behind the Guardians, mm. open for business. The Detroit Tigers are a mess. The White Sox selling everybody in the Royals, 32 and 75. We talk about the Twins. Do they even need to make any moves? Or they go, hey, we just stand pat and don't sell. We're the big winners in this division at the deadline. I, if I'm them, I'm doing exactly that. What What is there? I mean, if you can, it's cost versus value, right? So uh, what yep. are you going to have to give up and what are you going to gain? But right now, I mean, the way they're playing, the way that lineup is stacked, and uh, if they just strike out a little bit less. Um, yeah, I think the Twins are in a good spot here, as mediocre as they are. Uh, you know, mediocre teams, and what's the next level, Donnie? What could they possibly bring in that's going to raise them yeah. above mediocre? The answer is nothing, uh, because they, they don't have an awful lot either. So I think whatever the moves were that they've made already – um that's it that's what it's going to be i mean they did you know trade some bullpen pieces earlier i think that's the extent of what you're going to get from the twins yeah rinse and repeat win the division a quick out in the playoffs in round number one but sure. hey at least you're getting there as we welcome in the radio audience here you're listening to our number two right here of the early line sports grid network sirius xm channel 159 joe ranieri and Donnie right side talking major league baseball at the deadline which includes our next team the houston astros what do they do joe here you take a look at the texas rangers going like okay we're getting our front line pitching in order we're ready to win this division what is houston going to do with the break stand pat make a minor move that lineup is getting healthy now they just need that frontline start pitching to stay healthy now well that they they need two things they have absolutely gassed their bullpen because of how terrible and injured the frontline starters have been so the bullpen has been absolutely overworked if they can't go out and get some bullpen help although they did go out and get get graveman right he's on his way back there from uh from the white Sox. Mm -hmm. um then you need a starting pitcher and the name that keeps coming up is Verlander, uh, a guy that's very familiar with them. He, They're very familiar mm. with him, and I, I believe he's got that no trade. So I do believe Houston would be a place he'd have no problem going to. The question is, will Houston pay for him, and do they think he has enough left to be able to push them over the top? One of the more fascinating teams in Major League Baseball this season looked like they were losing their grip on the Central Division in the National nope. League and all of a sudden find themselves back up a game and a half the Cincinnati Reds at the deadline. We know they need a true frontline starting pitcher, but a guy like Verlander probably out of reach for them. What can they do at the deadline? They got to make a move here if they want to get in. I don't think they will. I, I think teams yeah. like Cincinnati, like Baltimore last year, are about next year. I, I don't think... They're about this year. I think they'll go with what they have, let the cards go where they lay, and then uh, start building uh, for next year and figure out what they have and what they don't have. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens here because maybe you just battle test them and say, you know what, guys? Sink or swim out mm -hmm. here. Let's see what this young team has. Can you rise exactly. to the occasion? Wouldn't be mad at that because their time is not now. It's in the future. But if they do make a move, it certainly would be interesting. Making moves around Major League Baseball, no better person to talk to than Sports Grid's MLB insider Craig Mitch, who will be with us next. Don't you go anywhere. This is The Early Line. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coach would say August 1st. Hey, hey, it's football season. I can't wait. But if you are a true Major League Baseball fanatic like we are, it is trade deadline season as the Major League Baseball trade market heats up today. And we'll see if we have some movers and shakers. Momentarily, we will have our own MLB insider here at the Sports Grid Network, Craig Miss, joining us. But let's continue some of this fun. The NL East, Joe and Erie, certainly interesting here. Is it a runaway? Yeah, with the Atlanta Braves. But there are bigger pictures than just winning the National League East for the Atlanta Braves. They won a world championship. Let me start there. 67 and 37, most wins in Major League Baseball. Some would say they don't need to make any moves, Joe. What do you say about the Braves? Are we adding on at the deadline for those Atlanta Braves? Well, I mean, I think they have. Uh, They've got, like, a backup, backup second baseman now. They have, like, uh, you know, a pinch runner. I mean, what the hell else does this team need here, uh, Donnie? I mean, let's not get crazy here. I think they have what they uh, what they have, they're moving forward. And quite honestly, I really, they've kind of addressed some of the depth issues that they thought they had. And really, what else, what are you going to, what are you going to add to a team that's going to win over a hundred games right now at this point, you're going to add some backup players to make sure you have some depth, knock on wood, just in case. And that's what they have done. I don't anticipate a whole lot. They're certainly not going big game hunting. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll see what I mean. But to me, the most talented roster in baseball and certainly every single night seemingly mm. scoring 10 runs, but not last night. Why? Because those Angels certainly something else right now at this point. The Philadelphia Phillies in second place and a distant second place. 11 games back, 57 and 49. What's the interesting part about the Philadelphia Phillies? They're waiting on their next move. Is it a pitcher? Is it a right-handed bat? Is it Soto here? We'll certainly find that out. But let's bring in the man that we need at this time. And that is Craig Mish, Sports Grid Network's MLB insider and also host of Newswire. Craig, welcome into the show. Thanks for joining us here on Deadline Day. Yeah, good morning. Going to be a fun day, I think, for a lot of folks. Maybe not for some others. We'll see how it goes later today, (laughs) 6 o'clock Eastern. It's time to figure it all out. 
By the way, no. Craig Mitch probably hasn't slept in the last 48 hours, but that's what an insider does. GMs and insiders don't sleep at the deadline here. Let's start here first. I know you broke some great news here with the Cardinals trading Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays. Let me just say this. What are we looking at with the Cardinals as the first part of this? Are they in complete sell mode? Is Arenado on the mood? Is Goldschmidt on the mood? Talk to me about those Cardinals here at the deadline. Yeah, I think the Cardinals still have some moves to make. My guess is they'll definitely make at least one move today. They have an expiring contract with a starting pitcher, Jack Flaherty. So I would guess before 6 o'clock Eastern that he would get moved, maybe some others as well. It just sort of depends on what they're looking for. As far as uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt, I believe they've already publicly come out and said that these guys are going to be on the team next year. So barring some crazy change of heart, which we have seen, by the way, in the past, then I do think that their third base and first base is locked up. And the other thing the Cardinals could do is they could go into the winter and reconfigure a little bit more of the team. But the process has already started now, that's for sure. And I do believe some of it will continue today. Got to ask you, Craig, um, Penelaria to the Cubs. We A lot of us thought the Cubs would be selling next week. Uh, we, we'd be looking at a totally different team, but they rattle off eight straight wins are we underestimating what this Cubs team uh, might? Maybe they're the best roster right now in the National League Central. Are we sleeping on them? Is that where the value is? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say, Joe, that every team over the course of the season is going to have a winning streak, and the Cubs came really at the right time to continue to push them into it. Uh, look, I, I still think it's going to be a dogfight between Cincinnati and Milwaukee in the end. What's really interesting is that Milwaukee has had no problem beating Cincinnati and just have kind of struggled elsewhere. And the Reds can't beat the Brewers, but they seem to win a lot of games too. So maybe it is one move or two that pushes one of these two teams over the top. The Brewers have made a couple of trades. They've added Carlos Santana. They've added Mark Canha. Those are not names that are going to win a World Series for you, but they're going to fortify that offense for sure. I still think in the end, because of Milwaukee's pitching, they're the best team in the division. But it will be interesting to see if the Cubs do anything else because I think their roster as constructed, Joe, seems to me to be, you know, maybe a little bit above 500. Uh, but again, I, I think that they're doing the right thing. That's a very intense fan base. They show up for every game. The revenue the Cubs make is out of this world. They cannot be in sell mode being in it. And I think they did the right thing by at least adding one player. I agree with you there, Craig, with the Milwaukee Brewers at this point. The front-end pitching probably should win out, but they've done some kooky things at the deadline, like trading away their best closer. We'll see what they actually do. But another team, as Joe brought up, the Chicago Cubs, fascinating. A week ago, their front office probably told you, yep, yeah, you know, Marcus Stroman's going to be on the move. Cody Bellinger's on the move. Now they're buyers. But the biggest story in Major League Baseball is the Angels here and the tear they've been on for about the past two weeks. Otani stated, I just want to win here. That's what I really want to do. And it turns out the Angels are are winning are there any foreseeable moves here craig on the horizon meaning today that the angels possibly still could be in on well i i think that every team could use a relief pitcher and a starting uh and a starting pitcher Absolutely. as well and i and i'm not sure that like kansas city is done trading or detroit is done trading or even the mets and what you have with these relievers donnie is you have basically a chip that you can wait right up until six o'clock Eastern to trade. I mean, there's really no rush on those kind of players because a lot of them are under control for years to come. Mm. So they understand the value of a reliever right now is probably more a losing team is probably more to a winning team. So they wait until five fifty-five Eastern. They call all the other teams and say, give me your best and final offer. They take a look at it and say, is this good enough to trade the player? 
Yes. Okay, go. No. All right, fine. We'll bring you back again next year. I think that is what you're going to see very late. Some relief pitching gone. The hard part about this trade deadline, at least for me, from my perspective, because, again, I'm covering it from a lot of different angles and also looking at it from Miami's as well, is we just don't see the offensive firepower out there. Now, it doesn't mean you can't create a trade. Look, Juan Soto, we didn't think he'd get traded last year. He got dealt. So something like that could be out there, and you could have, like, have a Verlander as an example. But I personally, as of now, don't see that mega offensive trade out there that's going to let's say, bat in the middle of the order for a winning team right now. Some losing team trades into a winning team. So either some teams are going to have to get creative and figure out a way to get that done, or there is a chance Candelario was the best bat traded at the deadline. I know Mm. it sounds crazy to say, but as of right now, it appears to be that way. Well, you you know, you mentioned yesterday, uh, Greg, when we talked on you uh, on the morning after you had you anticipated Cleveland, the for sale sign was open. They got rid of Savale. Now we're hearing Josh Bell uh, could be on the move. So uh, are there how many sellers do we think uh, are really are ready to go all in here over the next couple of hours? I, I think I think Joe. Pro, I think you can guarantee eight or nine teams. I think, and we already have identified them. We know maybe a team to get to ten. I don't know that we would get to eleven. I guess there are some murky waters, as as we've talked about with Cleveland. The uh, general manager came out and said yesterday we are not handing the division to Minnesota, and I understand yeah. that. But look, let's see what happens between <laughs> now and and six o'clock Eastern. Cleveland's payroll is at the bottom of the barrel. So they, they could do some buying, some selling. Seattle is in a little bit of an awkward position. I do like Seattle. I really can't understand what, how their record is, what it is this season. But you could see them reconfiguring a little bit. And then I guess the other team that's not going to sell, but you don't know if they're going to buy, is, guys, what, what are the Red Sox going to do here? Like, what yeah. are the Red Sox? And, for, and furthermore, what are the Yankees going to do, too? I mean, the Yankees could never get away with it. But are the Red Sox willing to to trade pieces? Are they going to be adding pieces? Are they going to stand pat? I'm very curious to see those two teams. And then finally, I cannot imagine the Orioles at 6 o'clock Eastern coming out with absolutely nothing in this trade deadline. (laughs) They've got to add something to try and push for this thing. I think they're a World Series candidate at this point. Yeah, certainly the ALE is going to be interesting. Mm. Orioles, Rays, Jays, Red Sox, and Yankees. Even if you are in last place, you still have an above-average record. You're like the Yankees mm-hmm. at 55 and 51. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. But that was waking up early, getting what you need to know, that information for your day. Sports Grid's Major League Baseball insider, Craig Mitch. Craig, <laughs> thank you for joining us this morning. All right, guys. Have a great day. There we go. The rest of the Major League Baseball slate coming in hour number two. Don't you go anywhere. We'll keep you informed, and we'll get those bets out there on the table. Donnie right side, Joe Ranieri. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. 
All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you've got Major League Baseball on the mind, yeah, you've come to the right spot here. Next two segments for us, we're going to hit as many games as possible, but also see if we can win some money. Yesterday, came up a little bit lame in my same game parlay. Today, I'm back for revenge. So let's get ready for the FanDuel Sportsbook. Same game parlays. It's a central showdown today. Joe Ranieri, the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. And you know what? I don't even care who wins this game as long as you get a little bit of offense. And quite frankly, the Cubs don't even have to score a run for me to cash in my ticket. Three legs on my parlay today. The reason behind it, Ben Lively is going to be on the mound. Right-handed pitcher here for the Cincinnati Reds. He's been very lively, Joe, against right-handed batters, shutting them down completely. 29 batters he's faced from the right side over the past 30 days. Get this, a zero ISO and a 116 weighted on base percentage. Let's avoid that side of the plate altogether, and let's focus on the Chicago Cubs and their left-handed batters. Why? Because Lively threw 29 batters he's faced from the left side. Get this, a 385 ISO, a 452 weighted on base percentage. And for the season, he actually has a 260 ISO power number and a 348. So whether it's early in the season or late in the season, Lively's struggling with lefties. Let's take a look at Talkman. Let's take a look at Hap. And let's take a look at Bellinger. Weighted on base percentage for Talkman, 357. Hap, 319. Bellinger, 479. Those are my three legs to each record a hit. And when those three guys do that, Joe Ranieri, I'm cashing a ticket at a plus 176 price. The central showdown for us is with the Chicago Cubs left-handed batters. Joe, what do you got for us today? Well, I, you know, I, I I looked and I love that game, uh, Donnie. I'm with you on uh, mm-hmm. on that same game parlay. Still- and I, uh, if it ain't broke, let's not fix it here, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. The Orioles, after winning again last night, are now six and one against Toronto this season. Here, Donnie. They basically own mm-hmm. him. And now Toronto, uh, Bo Bichette might, uh, we don't know how long he might be out for. So yes, they true. lose another piece of the bat, uh, lineup there. And, oh, yeah, uh, Ryu is pitching for the first time in what, since 1987? When is the last time <laughs> he actually threw there, uh, coming off of Tommy John surgery? A lefty, no less, against that lineup uh, that has been absolutely mashing them. I can only, at plus money, Donnie, I mean, I it's a, a pick em price Give me the Orioles here. And quite honestly, I believe Bradish is going for Baltimore, too. Not exactly a great record against Toronto here, but I have more confidence uh, in this Baltimore team at that price. I'm going to take them. I'm also going to take the over, and I'm going to go under in the Ryu strikeouts because I don't think I... 
I hope he goes three innings and because I think that's about as much as you're going to get from him. Uh, expectations for him coming off of Tommy John in his first outing against this team? Ay, 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 ay. This should be a very interesting game here tonight in Toronto. Absolutely. A lot of big-time games here. And again, the trade deadline mm. is today. Will some of these teams be spurned on even more if they pick up wins or suffer losses here? Let's take a look in South Florida. Yesterday, suffering a loss was the Ooh. Marlins. The Phillies now, the second-place team here in the NL East. We'll do it again tonight. 641 first pitch from Lone Depot Park. Ranger Suarez on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. Sandy Alcantara on the mound for the Miami Marlins. The Marlins, a favorite here. Minus 142 price, a total that's listed at 7 and a half we'll see what happens at the deadline but before that happens the Phillies and the Marlins getting after it today listen don't bury the lead by the way your your boy Tom ah. Walker that's uh now I believe the 12 first wins major league pitcher to... oh Donnie <laughs> oh you know we had said it yesterday um 15 and 6 when he takes the mound this year now 16 yeah. And six, whatever the reason, uh, the Phillies win when that man pitches here. Suarez uh, has been a little uh, up and down here. The numbers are pretty good. Hasn't really gotten a ton of run support uh, when he has hit the mound. But listen, uh, Alcantara, they got to stop the bleeding here. Nobody knows what's going to happen between now and the deadline. And I think this is one of the early games, right? Uh, Just after the trade deadline comes and it goes, 640 will be the first pitch here in Miami, and uh, yes, uh, I do think that uh, the Marlins, uh, especially early, and I like the matchup here in the first five for Alcantara. I think he'll be able to limit the Phillies and what they can do. They need a big effort for him like they did in Tampa uh, last week. I think they get it from him, but I'm not willing to back that bullpen yet, so I'll go ahead and just back the Marlins early in this one in the first five. It's a good point you brought up there, Joe. Six o'clock is the trade deadline today, August 1st. The first game, there's no like like five or six afternoon games here. Right. You're going to get that first game being the Phillies at 640. So you have a pretty good idea what that lineup is going to be. Because if you're not traded, you're going to be in the lineup. If that yep. deadline was like, and sometimes you used to have in sports, like midnight is the deadline, then you would say, okay, we're going to hold out three or four players we think that yep. might be traded tonight. Even if they aren't, they won't be playing. So we should get some good lineups today. Just keep an eye on the starting pitching. Sometimes that does change a little bit on these deadline days just in Mm -hmm. case they don't want them warming up or getting ready hey you know what we'll hold you back one day to see if we have you here the yankees and the tampa bay rays next on deck right here for us that's going to be zach eflin and carlos rodon two guys zach eflin a very good season rodon looking to still get his season underway if you will but how about this the Rays on the road, once again, a favorite here with the Yankees at a minus 118 price, a total of eight. Are we trusting the Rays, Yankees? And also, let me just get this out here as well. Do you change your betting optics here on trade deadline day around the deadline here? Or how do you approach it? Is it the same? And also about this Rays-Yanks game. Well, not with these two teams, because these two teams pretty much know the guys in that locker room know who they are that are going to be there. Most of the guys that we mentioned earlier for the Yankees that may be on the move, they were rentals anyway, no long term, uh, you know, viability in that locker room anyway. But what concerns me is, well, you got Eflin going here for um, uh, for Tampa, who. You know, he's had a little bit of a health issue here now, right? He's had some uh, some problems over the last couple of weeks. They figure that he is good to go uh, tonight, going up against Rodon, who I believe was also taken out of the last game that he pitched here. So two guys, a little banged up, 
Uh, are we going to get maximum effort from them? Sure. The problem is the Yankees have struck out 30 times, Donnie, 30 times. They struck out a dozen times last night against Glassnow and company after they struck out 18 times the night before. And now they're going up against a guy that's about a 20% K per, above what his career is. He's striking out everybody. How am I not looking at the under in this game? It's the only way I would look here. I don't trust the Yankee lineup to add enough to get this thing up and over. By the way, taking a look at Zach Eflin, I mean, he's had a very good season, but two out of the last three starts, get this, three innings against Kansas City, seven hits, five mm -hmm. earned runs. Then he bounces back against Baltimore, seven innings pitched, no earned runs. Then he takes on the Marlins, four innings pitched, seven hits, and five earned runs. So really a mixed bag here as we watch, but I'm with you. The trust in the Yankees is not if Rodon's going to get back on the mound and start dealing. It's really like, when is this lineup going to wake up and start hitting like we thought they would? Maybe it happens tonight, but more of a playoff atmosphere once again. If you're the Yankees, you better start stacking wins up here. And it's not yep. the Kansas City Royals you're playing. It's Tampa, who also would like to stack up wins to try to chase down those Baltimore Orioles. So some interesting things. And again, yep. deadline day here. We'll see if the Yankees do make some moves here before this game does start tonight. Let's take a look at the Orioles and the Blue Jays. Braddish and Ryu, you already brought this game up. Minus 122 mm -hmm. favorite here for the Toronto Blue Jays. A total of eight and a half. We'll see if Ryu can come back into that rotation for the Blue Jays over the final 60 days and make an impact. I'm telling you, we brought it up this week already. Sleeping on the Toronto Blue Jays here. Maybe they're a sleeping giant. Yeah, I I mean, the Bichette injury is uh, is concerning uh, for it's them. It's one to but watch. Again, yeah. Anybody other than Baltimore to come off a of Tommy John surgery and, like, your first game back, like, this is the, this is the buzzsaw you got to exactly. work in on, uh, it's yeah. not great. I'd much rather seen him come back against Oakland or something along those lines. But, again, uh, or nobody, uh, a lot of people faded uh, the Orioles yesterday coming off of the Sunday night game. It's been a profitable trend throughout uh, the last couple of seasons, but didn't work last night because, once again, in this, I don't understand – the Rogers Center, I don't understand why they have such a hard time scoring runs <laughs> in that place, Donnie. It, 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 they, they made it so they would score more runs, and it just hasn't happened. This feels to me like a big-time uh, playoff atmosphere there. I just can't back Ryu without knowing what we're going to get because he was iffy to begin with before he, they realized that, all right, we've got to go and uh, and put him on the shelf here and get Tommy John. So, not sure what we're going to get, and I don't want to get in front of this Orioles, uh, this buzzsaw here. Which really makes it interesting because typically if you say, okay, mm -hmm. a pitcher's coming back here, don't really have that M.O., and it's not as if the Orioles are two years ago like the bottom feeders of the division. Right. They're the best team in that division, but they're still getting a dog price at a plus 104. Also, quick thoughts here. Orioles and the Jays makes the bigger splash here at the deadline like because i know we've already made a move here for the jays itself but do we expect anything big out of the either one of these teams well i think uh craig miss just said it uh great how in the world did the orioles not get something at the trade deadline to uh to bolster this roster and give themselves a chance to take this thing uh i'll be shocked like Craig said, I'd be shocked, too, if they don't add at least another arm somewhere along the lines in that uh, in that rotation. I'll tell you the interesting part, too, Joe. It's not as if you say, okay, we've got to go out and get a frontline starting pitcher or a hot bat here, maybe the best right. closer in Major League Baseball. But sometimes just the psychology of your team and the front office going, you know what? 
let me help you out here because I know you guys want to win. Let's get you another piece here. And go, all right, man, we're in this thing. Let's win it. As opposed to selling what that means with the white flag, we're just staying pat. Yep. Show the team some confidence. Get them a player here. We'll see what happens with the Baltimore Orioles at the trade deadline here. But I'll tell you what, let's see what happens today with the Angels and the Braves. The Angels held the Braves down. Can they do it two days in a row? Come on back and find out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Into the best way to beat the Atlanta Braves, Joe Ranieri is through deception. Like, say, hey, here's going to be a starting pitcher. Get ready for him. And then sub in Silseth, and he dominates the Braves in Atlanta. And yesterday, going over these games, 88 degrees at first pitch, wind blowing out the dead center field. Where do I sign up for a ton of runs? Well, apparently nowhere, because the Angels have the tonic to put down that Braves lineup. Does it happen two days in a row? We'll find out. Sandoval will be on the mound today for those Angels and Ace. Strider on the mound today for those Atlanta Braves. And look at this. You want to say the Angels are playing good baseball and sometimes momentum, Joe, is only as good as the starting pitcher the next day? Yeah, the Braves at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, a minus 250 price and a total of nine. Is it written in the stars? This is an easy one for the Braves, Joe Ranieri. Well, I, you know, you would think with Strider, except he hasn't, you know, he's got three straight no decisions here. He hasn't won a game in uh, in forever. Not that he's pitched terrible. I mean, 30 struck out, what, these last three, 33. He's only yeah. walked two, 18 and a third uh, during this winless uh, stretch that he's had here. But he's also allowed, in, and this is the concerning part, right? He's allowed five homers in this three-game stretch of his, uh, and he tends to... Uh, When he tends to miss, he tends to miss in the wrong spots, which has been a problem for him all year. Uh, Gritchick comes over in the trade back to the team that drafted him. He finally plays in an Angels uniform, hits a home run. Uh, Crone getting in the act. We knew that uh, those two trades would pay. You know, those guys are going to have to be a big part of this run here for the Angels. And so far, so good. Otani also still crushing the ball, got robbed of a home run, too, in the ninth inning there last night, should have got one. Uh, This is formidable. If Strider uh, misses, 
Uh, there are some guys in this lineup that can make him pay here. But all in all, I mean, how do you how do you not look at the Braves here? And also, how do you not look at least at the over? Because if Sandoval's not on, lefty against this righty, uh, what do the numbers tell you, Donnie? Maybe a team total for Atlanta might not be a bad look here either. Yeah, we'll see about that because the numbers actually are very good on Sandoval in the season. But as the old adage goes, all right, your numbers can be great, but you're going up against <laughs> it's not the 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 Athletics lineup tonight. It's going to be the Braves who know they didn't do enough damage last night. And again, let's just take a look at the temperatures. Oh yeah, 86 degrees with the wind blowing out the center field once again. Mm -hmm. We'll see if they can hold down this Atlanta lineup once again. Now we don't have any odds currently up just yet for the Minnesota Twins and the St. Louis Cardinals. But the reason I want to bring this up is. This is one of those games that is going to start at 745 Eastern. As we've pointed out, 6 p.m. is the trade deadline. The team that we anticipate being on the field for St. Louis might look a little bit different later today. Is it going to be one of those young bats that's on the move? Is it going to be a pitcher on the move today? Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt. We don't know that for sure, but we're looking at it as it's going to be Lopez pitching here for the Twins going up here against Miles Michaelis. When we're talking about a team with the Minnesota Twins who if they just stay pat, they probably win this division now since other teams, you know, waving that proverbial white flag. But if we look at the Cardinals tonight, is the pressure off them once the deadline is done and those players are staying here in St. Louis? They're not going to make the playoffs, but at least they know they don't have to uproot their family. Is that a betting side or an angle that you might be able to take out of this game? Well, I, I mean, listen, I, I think the guy Flaherty's really the only guy that is almost for certain uh, going to want to get, uh, you know, somebody's going to offer something uh, for him. He's the he's the guy left. Hicks, they already moved on from the guys that we knew were going to be available. Well, they've already moved on. Right. The problem is uh, you start getting a little dicey with the Arenados of the world, but I don't think he's going to be going anywhere here. Yes, they are punting on the year. Uh, but I don't think uh, we're, we're talking about a Goldschmidt, Arenado, or some other big name like that. But having said that, uh, the Twins can't seem to win a game either. So that's uh, five games now straight that they have uh, lost. And here they are uh, basically giving Cleveland, selling everybody's, and, and they can't seem to move away from anybody in that division. Uh, Minnesota, maybe, I, can they even get anybody to help them. Uh, I don't know, because like Mish said, what's the big bat that can help Minnesota hit lefties? Because that's their big problem. The Michaelis isn't a lefty, thank goodness. Uh, but the reality is Minnesota can't hit lefties, and they strike out far too often, and there's no trade I think they can make to upgrade that. And I do agree with you there at that point. And also, the FanDuel Sportsbook does have odds up. Minnesota minus 116 price. It does show Lopez there, but TBD listed under St. Louis, which again, a lot of those guys in the yep. lineup might be TBD until it's official after yep. the deadline today. Talked about a little bit earlier on the same game, parlay the Reds and the Cubs here, Lively versus Steele. This is a good one because if you're looking for the Cubs to stay in this thing, you got to make some moves against the leaders in your division, like the Cincinnati Reds, who are playing really good baseball right now. But however, Minus 168 favorites here for the Chicago Cubs coming into this game and a total that's listed at eight and a half. Now, as I was breaking this game down earlier, sometimes it just comes up to the matchups here. Steal the lefty on the mound, having a very good season. The one thing that he does well, being a left-handed pitcher, Joe, he gets out right-handed batters. Take a look at the last 30 mm. days, 90 batters he's faced from the right side, an 059 ISO and a 288 weighted on 
base percentage. So again, why is that important? If we're looking at the anticipated lineup tonight for those Cincinnati Reds, only one of the nine batters supposedly will be a lefty, and that's Joey Votto. So pitching right into what Steele does well, the more righties, the better for him. Flipping it over to the other side is Lively, right-handed pitcher, gets right-handed batters out, struggles a little bit with lefties here. And that's why I have in that same game parlay, Talkman will be a lefty, half as a switch hitter, he'll be a lefty, and so will Bellinger tonight just to get a couple base hits. This game is going to be tight. Are you a little bit surprised here, Joe, at this price point for the Cubs here today? Um, well, I, I agree that the, they have a big advantage here on the mound, and I think that's what the price is reflective. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, now they've got – some confidence they came back almost won that game last night against the reds but the reds have yep. dominated them this year five and one already and they are scoring what 31 runs during a four-game winning streak at wrigley field so far um they got to come up with some answers man you know right guy at the right time donnie right Steele is the right guy at the right time for this cubs team yep. to be able to give them a chance to win uh and they are still really good over the last couple of weeks so uh, I think the Cubs have everything to be excited about. Uh, and the Reds, uh, don't trust Lively. Uh, don't trust uh, that bullpen. I do trust Steele and the Cubs to be able to get one back here tonight. There you go. All right, Guardians and the Astros a little bit later on tonight. 8-11 Eastern first pitch. That's going to be Williams on the mound mm -hmm. for the Guardians versus Valdez of the Houston Astros. Heavy favorite for the Astros, and probably rightfully so, at a minus 190 price. A total that's listed at 8. These are two teams we are also watching here at the deadline. Did the Astros add on, get a frontline starting pitcher, get an extra bat? But again, as we talked to Craig Mishier, there's not just a lot to go around. It's not just you snap your fingers right. and you add two or three all-star bats to your lineup at this point here. And for the Guardians' sake, who else do they sell before the deadline begins? Rightfully so for me, the Astros, as that minus 190 favorite, I believe it here. One team that's looking to make the playoffs and challenge the Texas Rangers, the other, one game out of the division going like, hey, if you make us a nice deal, we might move another starter from our lineup today. Yeah, well, they're going to need, I mean, listen, regardless of what happens, the Astros are going to need yeah. to see some progress from Fender uh, Valdez here, who is, uh, shall we say, what, got lit up, I think, against the Rangers last time out. Six runs, eight hits, a couple of walks. They lost 13-5. to five. He has struggled over the last, now, I think, go back four or five starts here. He has just not been the same game. Now, having said that, he is pretty good against Cleveland in his career, uh, so maybe this is exactly uh, the spot that uh, that he can figure some things out and get back on track. Because if he doesn't get back on track uh, with this rotation, yikes! They're going to have to score 12 runs every night, Donnie, in order to win games here. You got to understand why they're a two dollar favorite. I get it, but there's nothing about Valdez over the last month that makes me feel warm and fuzzy about it. Uh, Red Sox and the Mariners tonight. And again, the Red Mariners playing really good baseball. Winners over the Red Sox yesterday. But again, you see the Mariners going, hey, we're open for business, winning or not at this point. They're a slight favorite over the Red Sox. They had a minus 116 price and a total that's listed at seven and a half. Bayo is going to be on the mound here for the Red Sox and Miller for the Mariners. In the matchups as you go over, I do like Bayo as a pitcher, but he actually has struggled a little bit over the past 30 days with left-handed batters. And by the way, struggling. ISO power number, 
440, excuse me, 488, weighted on base percentage, 532. If you're looking for RBI props or to get in the mix, Crawford's a lefty today. Rowley's a lefty. I believe homered a couple times last night. Ford is a lefty. Marlowe and also Colton Wong. So looking at this position where the Mariners are looking to sell even more, even though they're playing good baseball, it's kind of an interesting predicament to be in here. I like Bellow as a pitcher. I like the Red Sox. They lost last night. And again, the upheaval of the Mariners, which could take place even more today. But they're still Joe's slight favorite at a minus 116 price. Yeah, well, it's uh, what are the Red Sox going to do, right? Because they here they are in that spot, too, as well, going, yep. um, is Verdugo up for sale? Is he not? What, you know, is there anything they can add? Uh, Justin Turner um, looked like he had a bit of an issue running out uh, a ground ball in the ninth inning last night, which sure. doesn't help. Yep. Uh, this is t- it's a tough spot for them here. I think Seattle, listen, they, they knew Seawall might in all likelihood that rumor had been swirling now for over a week. That It wasn't nearly as the surprise as it was when they traded Graveman a couple of seasons ago there. So I think the Mariners are just trying to ride the, you know, ride the wave here. They're finally getting some quality at bats. I think they got all the talent in the world. They got to get it done here against a uh, a reeling Boston team. I think they can at a pretty decent price at home here tonight. And last game we'll cover here is going to be out on the West Coast, the Diamondbacks and the Giants. Now, the Diamondbacks, as we talked about with the Mariners, making a move to get a closer for them. That should help. The Giants yesterday scratched Alex Cobb. He'll be on the mound today. They said it was due to an illness yesterday, but they are a dog at home, the San Francisco Giants, after losing to the Diamondbacks last night in extra innings. The price point here, the Diamondbacks with Gallon on the mound at a minus 124. The dog price here for the Giants at a plus 106 at Fandle and a total that's listed at seven. Cobb scratch, move back a day, gallon on the mound. Who has the advantage here? And by the way, the Diamondbacks, again, favorite here on the road against the Giants. Yeah, now they've got a uh, surefire closer uh, that they can uh, rely upon in the bullpen. So, uh, yeah, I, I listen, with gallon on the mound, uh, they need to uh, they need to the win this uh, game here because we're, we're talking about, what, the second and third place team right now in that division? Mm-hmm. Not Not a whole lot separating them. Uh, great win by the Diamondbacks last night. They need to follow that up. And with your ace on the mound, there's really no excuse here. Now that you got the closer, uh, Bats, I think uh, I think Arizona is about getting ready to go on one of those uh, streaks where they can win five of the next seven kind of thing and maybe uh, overtake that number two spot in the division. So I do like uh, Arizona in this spot here tonight. And down the stretch they come. 6 p.m. today is the Major League Baseball trade mm. deadline. We'll see if any movers and shakers come to being tonight at this point. But also, just saw a graph to come up. Did you know, Joe Ranieri, that the New York Yankees have not entered in last place in the month of August since 1990? So, again, they're not under 500, but the fact that they're in last place is sort of an anomaly. It's been a long time since that has actually happened. But also... It hasn't been a long time since Joe Ranieri and I have done shows together because you know what? Tomorrow, it's a Wednesday, and Joe Ranieri will be right here on the early line on the Sports Grid Network to see if there were any movers and shakers from the Major League Baseball deadline. Get some rest down there, Joe. We're going to need you hot and heavy in the morning as we recap this Major League Baseball card. I'll shut the show down next because you know why? We're talking soccer. Yeah, Women's World Cup. Stay tuned for that. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Final segment of the day for a Tuesday morning edition of the Early Line Series. Section Channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network. Joe and Erie, Donnie, right side, 7 to 9 a.m. Yes. We made it all happen here to get you up to date on everything you need for the rest of your sports grid programming throughout the day, which includes the morning after coming up next with Ben Stevens. So don't you go anywhere. Now, Major League Baseball deadline, that is today. Movers and shakers, who are they going to be? My Philadelphia Phillies, do they buy a bat? Do they buy a pitcher, get an extra reliever? We'll certainly find out a little bit later today because 6 p.m. is that deadline. We'll see if teams stay pat. We'll see if teams make big moves or roll reverse like the Cubs, who are now seemingly all in to try to win the Central Division in the National. And also, how about out West, the Angels, all in now to try to win their division out West here in the American League. We'll see if that happens here. But you know what? Some of the focus here is on football. Like, hey, you know what? Dalvin Cook, where is he going? And there's injuries around the National Football League. But let's talk football around the world. And that is Women's World Cup Soccer. Listen up. Wake up call. I get one every day for my alarm clock and then my two dogs at 4.30 a.m. Wake up. It's time to get ready and do the show. Well, apparently, if you're taking a look at the U.S. women's national team here, you're saying to yourself, they might need a wake-up call. Sure, they advanced through the group stage, now into the knockout round in the quote-unquote sweet 16 here of the Women's World Cup. But boy, oh boy, what a lackluster performance this morning if you were up watching early. Game started at 3 a.m. Eastern, Portugal 0 United States zero here. That's a tie that does get them to move on, but maybe opens up more questions than not. There was a chance late in that game with Portugal hit the post that could have sent Team USA home from the World Cup and certainly would have been a disaster. Now, the FanDuel Sportsbook still has them listed as a favorite here. Maybe they can pull it together. But every once in a while, when you watch teams that just don't inspire, it's like, man, I don't know if they can just flip that light switch, turn it on, and get after it and win their third straight World Cup at this point. We'll see if it happens. They have some time to regroup. I don't think they play again until Sunday here. So let's hope for the best year. Now, stay tuned to the morning after. Coming up next on the Sports Grid Network, Ben Stevens and the crew. Coming up now. 
At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.